Hello, my name is Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to... Two, two peas in a, a podcast. podcast. A relationship advice show from two people <laughs> who might lose their voice over this podcast. <laughs> I think I'm doing roughly okay. Del is... I'm dying. I think I'm dying. Normally you don't talk in your podcast voice. I'm realizing you have a podcast voice only because when you're talking normally today, it sounds a little rough. It sounds really, really rough right now. My voice normally is I talk like this. If it's terrible, let us know. But you know what? We have to power through. We're making content for the people. Hey, if we got to stop because you can't, because your voice can't make it, that's fine. Oh, it can make it. I'm dedicated. I'm a, I'm a trained performer. I don't know if you know this. Uh. <laughs> As I drink my water, I have a lot of water, and I think I'm finding, like, I did some warm-ups, and I'm finding that, that spot in me, my Me, 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 one, two, three, four, five, four, four, three, two, one. Exactly. One, five, four, five, three, five, but Stephanie, what I wanted to talk about yes. the most is that our new podcast is called The Secret The Podcast, where I speak into <laughs> existence what I want, and then I get those things because, update. Last week, we talked about workspaces. Oh, by the way, when I asked Del what he wanted to do for an intro, he skipped no beats and said, my new office. I'm getting a new office. <laughs> Last week, update. This is a uh, a serial update in a non-serial podcast where um, I'm getting... Last week, we talked about open workspaces and how I didn't have a workspace. I have a workspace, but not an office. And how I wanted an office and how I was going to steal some walls from the office next door. And I actually went into my work and I told my boss, hey, I want an office. Can I steal the walls from next door? And she said, I think that's a bad idea. And I'm like, okay, well, someday I'd like an office. Smash cut. <laughs> Smash Del, cut. tell us what happened. Um, there's wait, some... wait. Do, 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 Smash cut. Cut. Smash cut. Breaking the, news. Breaking news. The people that we share a space with are moving Whoa. to where I was going to steal those walls. And when they move, we get Do offices. you mean cubicle walls? They're cubicle walls. Okay. Um, They're called soft walls. Which oh, I, I don't like that. I equally love and hate that phrase. I feel like that's what you call your innards. <laughs> My soft walls. <laughs> My stomach. My stomach. I call it the soft walls, Um, because then that means these walls are hard walls, which I just makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, So I'm getting an office and I thought it was I thank the podcast. I think the energy that the listeners sent me upon that request. And I bet Grandma Belcher prayed for it. She does. When Grandma Belcher prays, good stuff happens. Can I tell you a funny story about relatives (laughs) praying for you? Yes. So um, whenever I play. Wait, is this the end of your story? This is another story. Okay, is this a story within a story? <laughs> it's a story within a story. Okay. I feel the power of grandparents' prayers, whether you believe in it or not, is very totally life-changing. Is. Um, fact, whenever I've gone to a casino or play games with friends, I always lose. I lose True. at raffles. I lose at scratchies. I lose at everything. Game-wise, very rarely do I win a board game. I will say the very first time we went to a casino, 
you said, "Well, this is the you're thing. like I will never win," and I then we won big because I have what I call a positive curse on from my great grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> she prayed that we would never her kids and grandkids and great grandchildren would never win gambling, so that we wouldn't get addicted to it. <laughs> and well, the her first the first time we went, we won big, and I you feel like won big. Whatever. I like, did not. I think we were married, or I don't know. We, we won. Mm-hmm. And that set us up to be totally disappointed, because I I have never won anything. No, that was when we were dating. And then after oh. we got married, anyway, we've never won anything never won since anything. that a quarter. It's very rare that I win anything. Yeah. Um, not a bad curse. But I, I participate with my friends, because there's the fellowship aspect. Yes. But, uh, yes, so... Um, Back to your wall. Back office. to my walls. <laughs> the power of prayer of the secret the podcast has come true, and now I get an office. Who knows when that's going to happen? But it's on the docket of things that are happening. Well, you'll give us an update. I will. Kay. Stephanie, what about you? What's up with you? I'm just here doing this great little podcast. I don't have my own office. I don't want to talk about it. You, I overheard <laughs> you yesterday talking about how you have like three offices. And I didn't know this. I don't want to talk about it. Listen, <sighs> I don't even have a whole office, and you've got three offices. That's not. So this <laughs> is um, two peas in a podcast. We're all about the happy vibes here. <laughs> uh, relationship show, you know. So we got we got two parts to our little little song and dance thing. The part that we're gonna do in a minute is the split. We're gonna take a relationship article torn from the headlines and talk about it. And you are on week two of a three-week special where we're going to have work-related-ish articles because we thought that would be fun. This week, we're going to talk about sleep. I thought that would be Not fun. sleeping at work. <laughs> It'll harm your relationships. Uh, and then next week, we'll also talk about something related to work, too. Uh, but before we get to that, Dell has P's and Q's where we take a question from our pod squad, and then we chat about that. Yes, Who's in the pod squad? You're in the pod squad. All God's children are in the pod squad. Whether you know it or not, you're in the pod squad. And if you'd like a question... All God's creatures gotta play... No, I have one of Carly's anyway. Uh, <laughs> Carly's um, our baby. We've got uh, questions. You can send them to us at contactppodcast at gmail.com or you can send it to us on Facebook. You can leave a message or a comment in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash podcast. And uh, send it there, and we will uh, get it on the show. Speaking of the internet, anywhere you are listening to us, you're listening to us on the internet right now. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If you want to like it, like it. Share it. Tell your friends. It helps us out, and it helps the world, because you will fill the world with good advice for relationships. Which, from the research that we do and the questions we get, I feel like people need. (laughs) We're going to be in business for a long time. So, this week, here we go. I've been dating this guy, let's call him Graham, for about six months. Graham is such a good boyfriend, but there is one thing that, to me, has become a sore spot. His social media use. He posts to Instagram like 15 plus times a day. We go on a date, Instagram. Cuddle up for a movie, Instagram. Maybe we're just out and about walking around and there's some random statue or storefront that looks kind of cool. He'll spend five minutes of him posing me for the perfect pick. He's really talented, and it was fun. 
but it's becoming so frequent that it's starting to frustrate me. I want to be on social media sometimes, but I don't like having everything documented. So what do I do here? Will he ever get off of Instagram and get back into real life? I feel like that question is like a capsule, a caplet, capsule, a caplet, <laughs> a Montague and a capulet, a gel cap, Montague, of, anyway, a Montague of, of, of millennials. Am I right? Millennials. Or is it generate? I don't remember what the younger generation, <laughs> generation is. Generation Y, Generation Z, next generation. Whatever's after millennial. Whatever's after us. They're on the Twitter. They're on the Instagram all the time. Always and, on your cell and phone. it's affecting relationships, at least in this yeah, case. Yeah, it's true. So, Stephanie. Well, I mean, they make social media too. They make it so you're on it all the time. They have people who spend their days making sure you're on these things more. So it makes sense to me that people are using them a lot. And that's what Mark wanted to do. Mark, I call him Mark. Mark Oh, yeah, yes, yes, Mark. He he told me I want a Facebook where people will always be on it so I get money. Don't you mean the Facebook? I want the Facebook. And he did it. (laughs) Now he owns Instagram. Um, So, yeah, I think this is hard because I feel like... I have done a lot to curb my social media in the last few months. And it's not because I think social media is bad. My job is social media. I love social media. But I do feel like uh, the privacy aspect, there's been like hacks and things. And I think for me personally, having a daughter and then just, you know, I just don't really care anymore about putting so much stuff on social media. And I just, I like the privacy. I like sort of being fly on the wall underground. Um but I could definitely see, I feel like it's pretty normal to post a lot. And what's a, what's a lot to you? I don't even know. Isn't it like two, three hours a day is like social media I don't remember the number of like 50, so she said 15 times Time. a day. He's posting Instagram, everything. I don't, I mean, the stories function, wasn't that invented so you can post More a lot frequent stuff. Yeah. So but 15 times is a lot. It's a lot. That would be, how much I mean... Did, how much do the Kardashians post? Not that much. Two mm. or three times a day. Oof. All right. Maybe. So, you got this partner. Not that I follow any of them on Instagram, <laughs> but if I did. <laughs> if I did. Um, as a collective Kardashian hive mind, definitely 15 times. I do feel that uh, when you're in a couple, you come from different places, and your social media consumption is probably different. So when you are now... The thing about social media, as opposed to someone's like exercise habits or food habits it's like you're sort of it's sort of forced upon you and you're sort of involved in that circle of their life whether you like it or not just the nature of social media wait a second because i did the math okay so if this person posts 15 times a day to instagram Mm -hmm. and this isn't counting any other media use so not counting facebook i mean what else are people using like consistently (laughs) anymore Snapchat's dead, right? That's what Kylie says. Not that I follow her. Anyway, so <laughs> that would be 5,475 photos in a year. I don't even... Did you hear what JetBlue's doing? What? JetBlue is a, like a budget air flight place. They are... They just saw the story today that they are giving you a free year of flights if you delete all of your pictures on Instagram. Oh, just of them or just all of your... All of your pictures. Done. <laughs> uh, so, okay. look, I got backup folders for that. Okay, heart of the. Let's matter. get back to the question. Heart of the matter. 
What do you do when you're being constantly documented by a loved one and you don't want to so do that So it sounds anymore? like it's a few things. I feel like it's privacy. Mm-hmm. So not wanting your life documented. But then I think it also is... I do think that social media is part of life. I think of it as something more integrated, but it sounds mm-hmm. like she thinks of it as it's a separate thing. You're either on social media or you're in a relationship. Right. I right? like to think about it like peanut butter. Peanut butter is a big part of my life, but if I was constantly eating peanut butter all day, all the time, it would probably make you feel uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> and you'd probably... Like, and you would probably get an allergy. I would get an allergy. And I think that's what's happening. Like, I think social media, you're right, it's... It's not even like kids and social media. It's like, no, like as much as driving a car or reading a newspaper or whatever used to be the thing, like social media is is the norm. But I guess there can be an extreme of that. And what happens when you collide with someone who you love that has habits that don't really match up to what your habits want to be? This made me think of a quote that we talked about last week, and it's a super obvious one, and we've talked about it in another way, I think, but... The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. And this guy is watering Instagram like crazy. And Mm -hmm. so if he's not doing that, it sounds like like what you want is for him to be watering you. That sounds dirtier. (laughs) I think what would be positive is if he went down to 10 posts a day, which is still a lot. Mm -hmm. And then he took that five minutes let's say it's five minutes a post of posing and then that was 30 minutes back in your day like a bank like you have a certain amount of posts and you kind of like give and take a little bit yes yeah so the five posts that he would do of you posing in front of the statue of david in front of whatever instead say i would like it if right now instead of posing you just took that picture and spent that time on me (laughs) any the same amount of time you take make taking pictures, you have to spend that same amount of time with me, on me. Something like with that. With no pictures. Yes. I like that. I think that's a good exchange thing. Yeah. I have an idea, too. Yes. I think my idea... Would, you ruin his phone. You ruin his phone. You delete Verizon. Fake phone. Goodbye, de- AT&T, goodbye. T-Mobile, whatever. He can't hear you now. Uh, it's gone forever. Uh, you get a big pot of wet rice, throw it in there, then the water goes back into the phone. From the rice. That's how it works. Um, I would also say my real idea. Yes. Is tell this fella, hey fella, listen, I like you. I think you're cute, but here's the problem. I want you to look at me, not through your phone, but with your own eyes. And maybe once a week we have a no phone zone where you and I just have dinner or watch a movie or kiss kiss or walk the dog or whatever no phones no documentation just us and ourselves yeah i think that would be fair i think it's fair to have i think what we're both talking about is one two three boundaries oh boundaries win 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 i guess that's more compromise than boundaries but i mean boundaries are kind of like compromises yeah in a way so i think what we're both saying is figure out what is better and acceptable for you and then ask him for what you think is acceptable and then go back and forth until you agree because he may not even think it's a problem or or it's possible that this is a lifestyle he wants to be some sort of influencer 
Instagrammer, and that's just what he is doing. Maybe and he wants to throw the next fire fest. We don't know. <laughs> we watched both of those documentaries like back to back, and you were like, you were lit. So mad. No pun intended. It was amazing. I watched them already. I hate watching movies twice for some reason. That everybody does for the most part. If I've part. seen it once, I don't want Unless to see it Unless it's Con Air, on which case, well, I could watch that right well, now. Yeah, watch this once a week viewing. That's so good. Saturday morning viewing anyway. at the Belcher House. I would say uh, Firefest. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he wants to be Instagram boy, and that might just be a deal breaker. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. That's the sad that's the sad part of it. Like, don't they yeah, social media. It can get it can get out of hand. Well, and I think I mean I think I'd start with that and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then I think like down the line, like I think it'll probably get better. Like every relationship has some stuff like that. But if it doesn't get better in a few months, like give him some time to figure it out. It might be worth talking about why he's using it so much because mm-hmm. that is a really high frequency. And if it's what Dell is saying and he thinks it's for work and to build a career, that's one thing. But maybe there's something more there and trying to understand what drives him to there could be helpful. You might know something about this. Is there some like social media, like an addiction stuff, connection? Like, could that be a thing? I'm not a trained psychiatrist, (laughs) psychologist, whatever. But I do have opinions. And I think anything I think anything could be an addiction. That needs to be a bumper sticker. I know. I'm not a psychologist, but I have opinions. I think it's more about anything that you use on a really high frequency to replace something else. Ah, uh, that's yeah. that's the key. The replacement. But I don't, I don't know. I, it's probably in the DSM a couple, something. A couple months there, I don't know if you're gonna get that deep, but it's probably something to replace something else. And that could be something to talk if this relationship does continue. You you may get there. That might be something to kind of keep you know not be surprised if that ever comes up. I guess. Yeah. So Stephanie, boundaries. We got to set up some boundaries. Mm-hmm. And um, any other ideas? We need, what's a funny idea? We need a funny idea. We already said. I throw said the throw phone away the phone. Make him a phone out of cheese. You get. Your own different Instagram, and that Instagram is just you Instagramming him Instagramming. Oh, that's like. And art. then it would be like my boyfriend's life Instagramming, and call it Ooh. Instagram. <gasps> <laughs> Did you? Just... I literally just thought of this <laughs> because his name was Graham. Uh, Stephanie, and that yes. was amazing. You brought it full circle. Yes. Well, good job. Good. I think we. I think we provided some good wisdom there. And I think my voice is going to die. I think so, <laughs> too. Die. Well, we still got to make it we through one more, more part. We still have more shows to go. We still have more show to go. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your question, question asker. I think you have a way to state your case. And I think all will be well um, when you just tell them what you need. Tell them what you want, what you really, really want. Like the Spice Girls said, just follow their advice. It's never led me astray. That's for sure. Uh, if you have a question that you'd like to send to us, other listeners, you can do so at contactppodcast at gmail.com, or you can uh, touch base with us at facebook.com slash groups slash ppodcast. So I said cast, so you know what that means. I'm oh Wait, I'm seeing if Instagram, there's different versions of Instagram that look like they're available. Insta- on Instagram. Graham, the person? No, so you can start that Graham. Instagram account. Oh. The Instagram Instagram. Instagram. Yes, Instagram. <laughs> oh, well, me. do it. It's available. Get it. Yep. 
be a little creative, but mm-hmm. have fun. All right. Stephanie said fun. So you know what that means. <gasps> Boom. <laughs> I can't do it. I tried. The <laughs> split. Uh, where we take a relationship article torn from the headlines and talk about it. So we work a lot. We do. Well, we work at least 40 I hours work a week. 40 hours. Yes. Um, how do people say they work nine to five, but then when do they take lunches? I think it, yeah, I've done. Is that I hear, like I think old timey where you didn't have lunches or Maybe. you worked nine to five and you still had a lunch? Working so work eight to five with a lunch yeah. in the middle because it's required by Dolly the law. Parton, Dolly Parton really gave me some unreasonable expectations for work. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, something that is important if you're working or just in general in life is your sleep. Mm. Totally. They frown upon sleeping at work. They do. Although I once heard that if you want to sleep, first of all, you need to have your own office. And what you can do is you put some paper clips in front of the door, like really five to six feet in front of the door, and then you lay down on your fa- on like on your stomach, and then you put your hands over the paper clips and your feet at the door and then if someone opens the door they wake you up and then you say i was picking up paper clips <laughs> who does this this is like michael scott level baloney come on i heard of it once and i thought it was hilarious never done it though. that could be anything paper yeah. clips paper i know tax to tax <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, the paper clips are some sort of like alarm mechanism. <laughs> oh, so, Who's overthinking now? So, Me. I think something that is important to talk about is there's different ways that people sleep and different ways that talk about sleep. So, these guys, Christopher Deppner and Ken Wright, they study sleep for a living. They're full-time researchers at the University of Colorado Boulder. And they did research trying to understand different ways of sleeping and how that impacts your metabolism, insulin production, and your liver function. Mm. Do you think if your name is right, you go around saying, like, I'm always right, and oh, things like that? Ken Wright? Mr. Wright. His, probably. Or his name is Ken Wright. His name is Ken Wright. It's like one word? <laughs> Ken oh. Wright. <laughs> Kenneth Wright the <laughs> third. Esquire. Okay. Uh, so they recruited 36 healthy men and women, and then they did the study for 10 days, and they hardwired these folks or hooked them up to some machinery. <laughs> and the machinery hardwire stuff measured their body functions and it measured how much weight they gained while they ate or slept okay yeah i bet they didn't gain a lot when they were sleeping (laughs) (laughs) ding ding hypothesis three has been crushed it so they broke them into three different groups. Mm-hmm. The first group that I pray to God I was in is the group that got nine hours of sleep a night. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then the second group got five hours of sleep every night for the 10 nights of the experiment. And then the third group got five hours of sleep and then however much sleep they wanted on the weekend. Were they in like a building thing lab the whole time or was this like part of their work or i don't i don't know 
I don't... Because I could... That's not enough sleep. Uh, one thing they did mention is that these 36 healthy people did not have any newborns. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking about continuous, luscious, uh, yeah. enveloping sleep. Yes. Mm. Well, you know, they did say that they simulated a full work week, though. So these are people, like, they tried <laughs> to... mean? Ah, uh, Cheryl, she's at it again. Okay. So they tried to make it so that way, you know, they were controlling the sleep and then making sure that it, it was as much as you could be working. Okay. Got it? Go. So... What did they find? They found that groups number two and three, so the five hours a night and then the five hours and catch-up sleep, they <laughs> snacked more after dinner and ended up gaining weight. So, five hours of sleep, even the long weekend sleep. Yes. They snack more. Because it turns out there's a hunger hormone. Really? I don't know his name, but... Um, that's really affected by sleep. And so the less sleep you get, the more it impacts that. Mm -hmm. Mm. They also ended up finding that group number three, so the group they got five hours of sleep plus whatever on the weekend. On the weekend, they could sleep as much as they want, but then when they went back to the normal schedule, it kind of like totally threw their body off. And they ended up finding that their body's ability to regulate blood sh- blood sugar was totally bad. Like, it ended up going haywire. Because their bodies get into a pattern, and then the weekend comes, and it's different. Yeah, they were hypothesizing why that ended up happening, and that's one of the theories that they came up with, is that their bodies never got into a sleep rhythm. Hmm. So there was no regulation of the functions that they were monitoring. It's interesting. So you like, I'm working, I'm working, I'm going to catch up on the weekends. Yes. So that's saying that that might not be a thing. It's not a thing. Interesting. Accor- well, it's not according to the stuff that they measured. Oh, wow. And so for this group, the catch-up group, they ended up having increased sensitivity to insulin in their muscles and in their liver. So really, their bodies weren't able to regulate their metabolism is what that means. That's wild. Yeah. I guess you're just kind of meant to be in a rhythm. It sounds like you are, like you're meant to have certain patterns of sleep. Mm -hmm. And so when you have short amounts of sleep, so groups two or three, your body just can't regulate blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So if you do that for a really long amount of time, it ends up putting you at higher risk for certain metabolic diseases. Oh, wow. So they find that people that don't have a lot of sleep have higher risks for that. That's crazy. Yeah. So that nine hours sweet spot. That's where it's at. And I think this is a very important thing to say is that I think um, people in relationships should know, if they don't know already, that sleep, um, if a partner does not get enough sleep, sometimes the relationship is rough. It's very true. So um, <laughs> I, right after we had... Carly, maybe I've talked about this before, but it was uh, I was going on day four or five of no sleep. Do you remember? I, you made me think that I'm I'm interested in going back to listening to some of our podcasts around that time because oh, they're geez. probably insane. <laughs> well, and so I remember sitting on our recliner, rocking back and forth, and I was googling all of these horrible mental things that I thought that I had. I was like, I have 
this disease, I have this, I have this, I have this. And Uh then I was kind of yelling at everyone. And then it turns out I was just sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. And then I got four hours of sleep or whatever was a lot at that time. And then I was totally fine. You were a changed woman. I remember that first week feeling like my brain had uh, liquefied. Yes. And was dripping out of my ears. And it was very exhausting. And there have been seasons in my life where I've had to go on less sleep. Uh, for longer periods of time. Um, but I, I do think keeping it that consistency, if you're going to get not a lot of sleep, try to just stick with that. Because then your body just at least gets used to it. Well, what they recommend, uh, if you want to have a healthy metabolism, good insulin production, good liver pr- liver mm. function, which we all do. Oh, when I was a small boy, I just... <sighs> Santa, what do you want for what do I want for Christmas? Good liver function. Good liver function. Absolutely. The American Academy of Sleep. <laughs> I hear I hear their conferences it's are like, a riot. It's like really crummy X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> they recommend seven or more hours of sleep every single night. All right. So if you're gonna shoot for a number, seven or more. And it's even more for little kids. You know what? This is really interesting because it reminds me of in college I had a health instructor mm-hmm. and he was kind of crazy. Some of the things he said were like insane um, about how all Panera bagels had 1500 calories in them. That's not true. I know it's not true. But he also said that the sleep is very important and that catching up on sleep doesn't work. And that he, instead of starting his week on and ending his week on like a Sunday, uh, he doesn't have like a weekend. He says, my week starts on Wednesday. And that way I psychologically get my the same amount of sleep every night because I don't have like the quote weekend. Um, where I've, so like, I just get the same sleep. So I'm always on the same schedule and it never, I never deviate from that Hmm. because he doesn't live that weekend lifestyle of Friday night. You're up late, you drink Saturday, you sleep in Sunday, you're taking it easy. And then you're back to work. Um, and he doesn't get the Mondays, you know? Well, and we discovered recently I had been going, my work schedule was intense and I just wasn't getting as much sleep regularly. Mm -hmm. So I ended up kind of getting sick for a day or two and so we discovered that hey when i got more sleep i was generally just a much better person and to bring it back around to our podcast your lack of sleep i would say honestly it had a a negative effect on our relationship yes i would say that that's true too (laughs) so for the last few weeks i have been getting more sleep we we just decided that i'm gonna go to bed earlier and you know what the more sleep I experienced uh, higher satisfaction in our relationship. (laughs) It's true. Everyone will be happier if people are well-rested, including me. And I think the key is is that it's hard because on the weekends when you get that opportunity for extra sleep, you want to take it. But just because you take it doesn't necessarily mean it's actually going to do anything. Oh, that being said, I'm still taking naps on the weekend, too, because I just love a little nap. Oh, and that's just for pleasure. I know. It's true. Pleasure. (laughs) Pleasure nap. That's a good time. Well, Stephanie, you know what? We're going to go to bed in like an hour. Yes, we are. So that'll be great. <laughs> um, well, your poor your poor voice needs a little rest, too. It needs too. a little baby rest. I need some of that chamomile, some throat coat, <laughs> which is the grossest name of a tea that I could think of. Um, fill up those soft walls on my larynx and uh, get all healed up. So thank you for sticking with us through this episode and my terrible voice. I think this is really good. I'm excited for week three in our three-episode suite of work stuff. And this is episode 98. Whoa. On the road to 100 coming on up here very, very shortly. So 
Thank you everyone for listening, for sending in your, uh, your questions for P's and Q's. Um, remember to like, rate, subscribe. It helps us out a lot. It really makes us feel appreciated when we hear and you know, see new subscribers. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Stephanie, I think that's it for today. Do you have anything else? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other. Very, very, very much. much.